Grace, we are live on episode number 26. What do you have to say about this? Eric, I am afraid of the calendar. Its You're... days are numbered. Why? Its days are numbered. Oh, is that a joke? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I know it's hilarious. It's my dad joke. It took me a while. That's really good. I like it. I'm going to use that. You want to get this live show started? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Listen up, Grace. Episode number 26, and we made it half a year. Let's chat about it over an ice-cold beer. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Now I'm ready. I'm Eric Idiot Renner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right, business up front and party in the back. Together, we are The Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between. If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. Welcome. Man, I almost got ahead of myself. I think I did there a little bit. I have to push the little music intro button, and I wasn't prepared because you and I were chatting about a couple things, and we started hit play. And uh, I, we've been doing this for half a year, and I just screwed up that. Here we are. <laughs> we got tons of screw ups ahead of us too. I can't wait for all of them. Parahan has a bunch of questions. I, I can't wait. I hope people send us questions because yeah. I want to talk about them and answer them. Grace, wow, you had a really big weekend. Congrats to you. I did have a really big weekend. Um, I, it was a fun weekend. I ran the Baker 50 miler and that is a 50 mile race uh, put on by the Rachel Carson Trails Conservatory, they are out. I don't know. I think in Pennsylvania, there's, especially if you live, I live in York. So to me, anything north of Harrisburg is northern Pennsylvania. And then west of Gettysburg is like it's Pittsburgh. That everything west of Gettysburg is Pittsburgh. So it's basically Pittsburgh. It's really not. But uh, that's where the race is. It's out by Cook Forest. Yeah, and Baker Trail Ultra Challenge 50 yeah. Miler. That's the official name. Yeah. And put on by the Rachel Carson Conservancy. Yeah. And it's been going on keeping records since 2005, you say? Yeah, 18 years. So that's so a pretty in, long in run. Ultra terms, that's an old race. Yeah. And now that was this your first run at it? Yes, this was my first time doing the Baker. I had my I, it kind of piqued my interest last year. Last year, um, I saw on social media, the race directors and a couple people involved in the race were trying to increase their uh, female participation. And I, they historically have had about 20% female, 80% male. And so they were looking to increase um, their participation. And, and I was like, Oh, that's, that's, that's cool that they're going out and they're trying to figure it out and actively trying to increase. And so that caught my eye last year. And then I was like, well, maybe I'll check it out for next year. And then this year, uh, yeah, I, I went ahead and, um, went for it, <clears throat> wanted to support them. And I also needed a qualifier for some things that I want to do next year. Uh, so this one fit the schedule. It fit what I needed for a qualifier because, you know, qualifiers are tricky. A lot of times you can't use timed races and, and all that. So this one fit everything that I needed and also got to support them. So a very well organized race, beautiful course, amazing people. It was, it was a good, good day. The things you want to do next year. Are you, <laughs> are you leaving that open-ended on purpose? Did <laughs> I, Poke a little bit. What do you want to do? Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not confirmed on those things. I want. Fair to enough. Do Fair enough. Next year, you never know how things are gonna go. So uh, absolutely, I I don't blame you one bit. I just I had to say something about that. 
Well, either way, you you pretty much nailed it, right? You you mm -hmm. completed the fifty miler, and you're you look okay, I guess. I don't know. As good as I can look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even go that far. <laughs> I, you know, I usually go into these distances and, and I've done 50 miles uh, and 50 miles plus uh, enough times that I'm comfortable with the distance and, you know, getting comfortable with the distance. I, I usually don't have time goals. My goal is just to finish. And this time I was like, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm comfortable with the distance enough that I really want to put a time goal out there. So I did. I wanted to do sub 12. I didn't I didn't tell anybody but my pacer and my crew. And I did not hit that goal, but I also didn't anticipate the course conditions to be as bad as they were. Um, so I finished in 1243, which considering the course conditions, which were uh, according to some of the, the people who uh, were involved in the race. I don't know if it was the race directors. Um, they said there were quote unquote unprecedented uh, rainfall and flooding that made the course just sloppy, sloppy mess and uh, hard to run through. So that slowed me down because I didn't, If I think if you anticipate a wet course, then you can accommodate for that. But I didn't anticipate a wet course. I thought it was going to be dry. Right. Um, so was, I was a little bit slower than planned, but considering the conditions, I feel great about my time. And I finished the first 50K in under eight hours, and that made me feel great. And then I hit the rail trail at the end, and I was like, hey, I'm done. So I started walking a lot. <laughs> well, most important question Did you cross the rope thingy? I crossed the rope thingy. I I came upon the the creek. There's a creek crossing that has two steel cables or you can cross the Creek and the Creek. I didn't know how deep it was going to be. And I was a little concerned about that because like I said, they had a lot more rain than usual. So I looked at it and I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going down there. So I, I went on the cables and once I'm up on the cables, I looked down and I thought, I think, wish I would have crossed the Creek. <laughs> it, it's kind of high up. Nice. Um, and then there were people who wanted to jump on at the same time as me. And I'm like, let's do this one at a time, kids, which then I saw pictures afterwards. And there were, I think, three people on it at the same time and five people in the creek. And I, I was glad that I uh, crossed the creek by myself. Hmm. So did, was, did you have drop bags to mm -hmm. did you change shoes and all that stuff? Is this a, you know, obviously you said super muddy and nasty that were you able to utilize did it help to change your shoes or anything? Uh, so I had amazing crew. I had Steph Daniels. And yeah, I was going to get into that. I was going to get yeah. into that. Okay. Yeah. And so this this race, they allow crew at any point on the course. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can you can stop anywhere and, and help your person. Hmm. And then uh, mile 30, you can have your pacer after mile 30. Um, so because of that, I didn't do drop bags because I literally could just text them and say, meet me at the next road crossing. I did change shoes, but not because of the course conditions. I was in a pair of tighter fitting shoes early on because I wanted to move quickly. And, um, then, you know, inevitably there's the feet swelling and my toes were like, yeah, we're done with this. Can you please switch over to the topos? So I switched shoes um because i needed some more space and then the last nine miles are rail trail so i switched to road shoes for the last nine miles so you had sausage pigs is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah they were a little they were a little crunched up before that and then they were a little hmm. they just needed some space right. and i don't usually don't change shoes for a 50 mile distance not until i get to like past 100k so changing shoes twice was odd for me but i you know i went with it Nice. So all in all, it sounds like it was a complete success. I mean, I don't know, like Grace, you ran a 50 miler this past weekend. We, I try not to get caught up. Like as we go longer in distance and stuff, I can't, you know, it's easy to lose touch with 25 K's and 15 K's, you know, and things like that. And even the ultra distance of the, the 50 K, but it's still so huge you know, what we, what we all do. It's pretty cool. It is. And I think part of it 
for me, one of the one of the measuring sticks that I like to use is how do I feel afterwards and what's my recovery look like? And um, and I feel good. I'm not injured. That's great. Yeah. Um, my emotionally, I'm still intact. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't I didn't lose any friendships while I was out there. I wasn't too mean to Steph and Carl. Well, yeah, so. sometimes you have to be kind of mean to her. She's she can be kind of a grouch. Um, <laughs> you know what measuring stick I like to use, Grace? Hmm. A measuring stick. That's a good measuring stick. Eric. Yeah, it works pretty good for me. I don't know. Just something to think about. <laughs> I'll consider that. I'll consider picking one up next time I'm at. Oh, All right. So you have been um, recovering properly, eating mm -hmm. the protein and not running the day after, even though you felt good, which we all tend to feel a lot of the times or two days after, I guess. But that's that's neither here nor there. Um yeah. I've been eating all the protein. And so I was eating um, right before the show. For any of you who uh, don't know this, uh, of course, we're on YouTube and we do this live 730 at night every Monday. And if you're listening to this the next day, that's awesome. I'm hoping you, maybe you're out for a run. Go faster. No, don't go faster. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, so before, <laughs> before the show, before the show, uh, Eric and I will get onto the channel before we go live and we'll talk for a little bit. And we usually talk after every episode. And before every episode, I am usually eating my dinner. So I go to the gym on Mondays uh, with my friends, Rebecca and Kate, and then I get food and then I eat in front of Eric and it drives him insane. And I'm going to continue to do this until he stops posting videos of his gross feet. Ooh. That <laughs> uh -uh, that's not. So that's I what's going to happen. I guess we're going to get comfortable where we're with what we're the both. Recent doing. videos of your toenails are disgusting. It was bad. It was great, but it was really bad. That sucker was so that. Can I give it a backstory real quick? So that was that was um, damage done from. I guess we're boy. It's already a month out from Montana 100 Crazy Mountain. 100 when I was kicking a bunch of rocks and both toes are the other. I'm not, I don't, I won't show the other nail. It's not ready to come off yet. It's just, it feels a little, it's stuck to me. It's not ready to, we're not ready to part yet. But this one was, I ran long on Saturday, 20 miles. And I came home and I was like, Oh, that's, that's a little wiggly. And I, you know, just gave it a little, little nudge and she was ready to come off. So I don't know about you, but, and I think a lot of people suffer from this, like you'll destroy a toenail, but the thing hangs on for like months. It's the way they work. It's uh, you can cut it back. It's kind of dead, but it still hangs on literally for months for me until like the fresh new one pretty much says, Hey, you got to get out of here. Cause I'm big enough now. I don't know if they talk or not, but I feel like that's what happens. This one, boy, it's like, like a headless monster now like there's nothing where there should be something it's weird okay it's gross yeah well it's cleaning now though there's nothing gross about it. <laughs> it was gross. i'm sorry but i'm not sorry it's cool I, like, it's fine you can continue with that and i'm gonna continue to eat my dinner in front of you right could you could you eat your dinner while you watch that video uh i could wow i'm not going to did you watch the video or were you like, I'm not watching this? Or was it like one of those things where no. you, want, you don't want to watch, but you have to? No, I don't want to watch it. I don't. I'm going to force you somehow to watch it. That's what I did with my kids. I, I think it makes my kids stronger humans and, um, yeah, grows them internally, externally. Like Whatever you need to do to justify it. To <laughs> <laughs> bring attention to your toes i i kind of apologize for that video uh, although i thought it was phenomenal i mean i that's like the stuff that should win an oscar I, right there i don't want it in my memory like there's a lot of things it had a song to it. everything on instagram i put a song to it it was friendly i don't know you could think about it as you go to sleep at night maybe yeah that that is not what i want to think about when i go to sleep Wow. What are you thinking about now heading into, uh, there's two things that I want to talk about. I have to ask this question first. Um, when are you going to get a fanny pack? Cause Chris Young asked that. 
there's too much bouncy bounce in it. I I have a belt that's kind of like a fanny pack, a Solomon belt that I very much enjoy, but it's I, it's not a fanny pack. I'm not going to call it a fanny pack, but that's as close as you're going to see me to a fanny pack. Unless I'm chilling, like walking around. Maybe that's the new thing. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to pick one out for me, though. I think we should have a, a running mullet fanny pack. I think that's a good idea. You should not have just said that because now people know. Grace, I want to back up because, like, I was just thinking about this and, like, I want to get running mullet stuff out there. I don't know if, like, yeah, I know we can do a t shirt. That's easy. That's great. But, man, that's a really good idea. Right? I'm full of good ideas. You should listen to them sometime. We should talk about that. Yeah. Don't. don't, (laughs) That's what we're doing right now. Don't tell anybody else in public, even though we're (laughs) on public. All right. Before. We go any farther. What is so you let's finish up on you, okay? So we can get off of this whole you thing. Okay. You finish you finish the 50 miler. What is next on tap for you? Is there anything you can tell us? I haven't decided. I have a couple of things in my head that I'm rolling around. I'm I'm rolling it around. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm spreading it out. I'm putting it back into a bowl. I'm spreading it out again. Okay. I'm simmering in it. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, cool. That's a good spot to be in. I mean, you you have the rest of the year open up to you, open to you, and uh, no pressure to 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 jump back on the training train real quick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and you're yeah. coming off a you should be coming off a pretty big high of completing Baker Trail fifty miler. Yeah, yeah. So I have, uh, and I probably I don't think I'm going to have anything else that I'm really going to um you know kind of put put a lot of effort into until february so that gives me a a long runway to train and all of that and leading into this run in particular i did a lot of strength training leading up to it and and i was nervous about my training i was like "Ah, i i did some key runs to really make sure that things were still where i wanted them to be and the idiot run was one of them Mm-hmm. And I, other than that, I did a lot more strength training than usual and it worked out well. And so I'm excited to continue to do a lot of strength training. I did uh, a little, I mixed in a little bit of mountain biking over the summer. So that was fun and excited to continue over the, the fall. I'm you know probably going to increase my running, do uh, less less of the fun stuff. I don't know. I, I consider running a lot of fun too. I just right. back off on my running to spend, to have more family time. And I'm glad that I did that, but you know, my daughter's had to back to school. So I have more time to go hit the trails. Um, so yeah, I don't have anything real serious, I think until February and we'll see if that holds true. I don't know. Hmm. Cool. Nice. Well, I'm, you have serious things, and I want to talk about two of them because you have you have a big run happening in Canada, and you also posted out on social media. I don't think that I didn't see that. That's what I was going to head back to the the mid state. Yeah. yeah, happy podcast anniversary, Grace. Happy podcast anniversary. This is our six month anniversary show. Uh, yeah, I know we only do this once a week. But how in the H-E double hockey sticks have we been doing this for six months? I swear, I was looking at numbers. I'm like, wait a minute. I must not know how to do math because there's no way we've been doing this for six months. But it turns out I'm a mathematician because I think we we have that. <laughs> you are Eric Mathematician Kosak. Yeah. So, I mean, congrats, Grace. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I still don't know if we should be doing like a season per se or seasons, or if we're just going to run this sucker like week after week forever until we're dead. That'd be cool too. Yeah. I don't, it's going pretty good. I think I'm happy. with. I don't know, but it's, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. I like talking to you most of the time. That's good enough. Yeah. I'll take that. I'm like a 80, 20 per principle, you know, 80% of the time. I'm like 55, 45, honestly, <laughs> either way. It's fair. It, yeah, it's, it is fun. And I can't believe it's been six months already, but you know, here's to another six months and then we'll get to year and do it all over, I guess. Huh? Yeah. I already have ideas for the end of the year. 
Okay. Well, I hope you have ideas for like next week because I'm still great. <laughs> I don't know. One week at a time. Yeah. So two weeks. All right. Two weeks from right now, Monday yeah. night in two weeks, I will currently have probably have bad diarrhea uh -huh. because the following morning, Tuesday, tomorrow morning in two weeks, I will be starting Divide 200, which is Canada's first 200-mile looped race in the Northern Rockies. So, yeah, that's coming really quick. I'm, oh, man, I'm already at the point where I just wanted to start, and I have two weeks to hang on here. So mm -hmm. I'm a little more jittery about just getting going than normal, I feel like, maybe. Okay. But it'll be fine. Everything's fine. Everything's totally fine. I'm fine. Um, I'm ready. I, I bought all the little stuff. Like I'm, I have, uh, um, what's the stuff, what's it called? The stuff that keeps gravel from getting in your shoe. <laughs> the, the thingies that you put over yeah. your shoe. Yeah, see, they're thingies. What are they called? Yeah. The, those thingies. The, yeah. I, I bought a pair of them because yeah, yeah. Tahoe I was them. when I did Tahoe, <laughs> when I did Tahoe two, five years ago, I was a, a amateur novice, uh, wet behind the ear guy. Gators. And gators. Sorry. Thank goodness. <laughs> Not alligator gators, man. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> wow. But anyway, I I ordered a pair, or I didn't wear them for Tahoe, and it was very dusty, and it got in your socks, and it it was like sandpaper, and it, it was not cool. I have no idea if I'll need them for Tahoe, but I figure I better have a pair that actually fits me to just prepare. What what kind of gators did you get? They are i i googled stuff like you know ranked them and stuff they're the rei ones and okay. I, they, they fit pretty nice they're they're nice simple light stretchy tight mm -hmm. anyway i got that i got new shoes i got the the hoka um wow i am not good tecton twos which are way overpriced mm -hmm. but they they work for me. I like the Tecton, Tecton ones also. So I have a couple pairs of that. I got all the little stuff to make me feel like, all right, I got everything lined up for this race. Now I just got to show up and perform, mm -hmm. I think. So if there's anything I don't have that I need, could you go ahead and let me know so I can get it? Got it. I will give you a list. Now, I just did – I like that you're talking about this because I just did a call with um, one of my athletes today prepping for a race this weekend. Um, and I like to break it out into four categories. So there's your your gear strategy, your pacing strategy, your food strategy, and your mental strategy, right? So you put all those four – if you can nail all those four pieces, then you're good. Um, and we were talking about gear – and I, I brought up a couple of things and I'll, let me see if you do these things. So you figured out, you know what you're going to wear. All right. right got all it. those things ready. I love that you got gators. I recommend gators and stuff that is, uh, you know, you got, you got your fun races and you got your serious races. And I think in serious races, I wear gators. I use dirty girl, dirty girl gators. Yeah. They're popular and they have a bunch of different styles yeah. and colors and stuff. They're, they're pretty so they connect. I didn't, to feel, I didn't feel like I'm a dirty girl, so I wasn't really ready for that. Well, you know what? I, I will be soon. I think I will be a dirty girl soon. Maybe. I think you are. <laughs> I think you're a dirty girl. <laughs> no, I'm blushing. <laughs> Let's, I'm gonna put a poll in the on the Facebook page and see how many people agree with me that you are a dirty girl. <laughs> Anyway, let's move so, on, Grace. I, I love that you did that. Um, one of the things that I was talking to my athlete about was um, making sure that everything is lubed. And then uh, if you have to re-lube throughout the day, I think a great tip is to have a glove with you so that you lube, your, you lube everything and then you can take the glove off and you don't have to wash your hands because a lot of times you don't have access to a sink to wash your hands after you've just lubed your parts okay so glove uh, yep and i'm gonna add in there i didn't buy it yet but i'm going to is a couple packs of um i don't want to say wet wipes but the you know to clean yourself because shower is not accessible type of thing which you can use them to clean up your hands if you, if need be from the lube but yeah that's on my list to get mm -hmm. disposable toothbrushes probably 
I'm yep. on the list. Other than that, I'm good. I think I'm good. Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. I, I do a little, I have a little package um, that I keep in my pack that has some wet wipes, some squirrels, nut butter, and a plastic glove. And then I know that I'm, I'm good anytime. I have that with me, chapstick, Kleenex, and then my food. And that's pretty much all I need. Yeah. Okay. So what are you doing, what are you doing for nutrition? I am doing scratch fuel and real food. I'm going to I'm going to eat as much as I can, not get sick to my stomach. Um actually I'm going to eat try to fuel a lot with with gels and maple syrup, honestly. Yeah. I'm going I'm kind of going turning back everything I've thought I should do and going back to the quick fuels that I can just choke down even when my stomach is horrible, hoping that it doesn't get to that point. I've trained with them a little bit. I'm only talking about mm -hmm. like training runs, but I feel like when I, when I, and, and the maple syrup has come from my good friend and very strong competitor, Gabe Batdorf is where, where I kind of. I've been saying maple syrup for years. You just <laughs> in one ear out the other that's what happens so the maple syrup idea was from my amazing yeah. friend grace langheim um we'll edit out that first part Grace. <laughs> no, but anyway i i have i've played around with it the past couple runs you know 18 20 mile runs and purposefully fueled with it and when i i felt like the past two weekends when i get home from my long run i'm i'm still tired but i'm hungry which i hope that's a great sign I'm hungry, hungry. Good. I'm always hungry after I get back from a run, but this is like, I'm, I'm hungry. Like I need a meal now. That's what I want to be coming in every aid station in a perfect mm -hmm. world. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm doing. The other, I got a couple other gels that are like flavorless gels from, you had the idea was from Trevor Fye, who is also a very uh, competitive fast runner. They're just, mm -hmm. I forget the, the name of them. You can get them on the feed. They're like Martin, which is a very expensive oh. gel. Yeah. but they're not as expensive. So nice. And it, all the numbers are the same. So anyway, I'm going to try to incorporate that also eating, obviously eating a lot of real food if possible. Yeah. That's, that's my strategy. Nice. And it's Canadian food up there. So I think everything's in like kilometers food wise and stuff like that. So that's going to be hard to figure out. I don't know. See. So you have to eat like four kilometers of Rice Krispie treats. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know either. Gabe, thank you for suggesting maple syrup to Eric. Gabe, I'm going to give you suggestions to give to Eric because he'll listen to you. I, I, Grace, I listen to everything you tell me. You have no idea. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's where I stand with that. I'm still Are you trying, use polls? I'm taking them with me. I think so. Yeah. I think, I think so. I don't know if I'm, I, I might try to hold off for a while just off to carry them and stuff because I do have the luxury of a crew that can give them to me when I, when I see them. So, but yeah, I intend on at least the second 100, um, probably using them. Okay. And this is going to be a practice race of street sleeping strategy, which gets me to, I guess my mid state attempt next April. Yeah, I was I was pumped to I I've been in this this mindset lately, you know. I just I love being out there even if it's not an FKT, but being out there for days. There's something about it that I I just I love the experience of it. I can't wait to go out and attempt another FKT. You posted out on Facebook um, that you're going to go for the mid-state FKT again. Yeah. And I do that. I Just to make it clear, Grace, and I think you understand it, but I I need to do that. Yeah. Put it on Facebook, I mean, or whatever mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. It helps. Yep. It really helps me because I can say I'm going to do it, but there's something in life that can always come up or get in the way or – I don't want to take that week off for because I just don't want to burn the time. But by putting it out there, 
it solidifies it more for me. I'm not saying I still can't back out if I need to. I'm never, I can't not say that, but it really does in my head, at least it helps me know that it's real. And that's why I do it. And there's nothing, there's no bragging about it. And then the reason I bring, I want to talk about it is I'm, I'm very, I'm kind of considering trying possibly maybe doing it unsupported. I knew you were going to say that, but I don't know what I'm doing in that world. So that. Well, probably self-supported, not unsupported, right? Unsupported. I'm not going to carry. I'm going to carry everything. Everything. So a good, uh, I'm going to call him a good friend. I don't know him very well, but we've talked and he holds the unsupported record, which is about a couple, almost a day after a day uh, longer than Pat Hines and my supported mm-hmm. record, Bob Stewart. He did it shortly. Uh, I don't know how long after I did it. Totally unsupported. And when I say unsupported, he's very strict. He's very, very strict with that. Also, he's mm-hmm. um, let's just say he did it to a T. Um, mm-hmm. And he only came. He did it fast. I mean, within 24 oh, hours of my t- of my supported time. I think is amazing for totally unsupported. So he's the carrot that's got me thinking, boy, you know, uh, I'm torn because I love, I love people being a part of, of this thing, this journey. Mm -hmm. And I hope that people are even Becky is like, I, I, you know, if you do it unsupported, we can't do a thing. And like, yeah, that stinks. But there's something really raw and amazing about trying to do that bite that trail off unsupported. And I think yeah. it's in the realm of possible for me. Yeah. And I thought I was surprised um, going after the, uh, the self-supported for the horseshoe trail, how much it still felt like a team effort because going into it, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this self-supported, you know, I'm going to be out there by myself. This is just me. And I ended up because I, I did the same thing. I put it out into the world um, to make, to make it real. And I put it out on Facebook onto the horseshoe trail Facebook page because they have their own page. You know, there's plenty of people there who are, are not runners at all. And I, I put it out on that page just so people knew what I was trying to do. And they also knew that I, there were certain rules on that trail and I was following all of them. And I wanted to make that clear. And, um, I was, surprised how many people just came out of the woodworks and, and gave me advice and um, just moral support. It, it was, it was pretty phenomenal going, going into that, how many people were um, incredibly helpful. Yeah. So you still got a lot of people. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm torn. I mean, the one thing I do remember most of the first attempt was the, the friends that came out and, and yeah. you know, spent their work days helping me. So I'll miss that, but there's, let's just say there might be an ultimate direction fast pack in the mail coming to me right now to try mm-hmm. out. And, and we'll go from there. There's yeah. a lot. I got to man, that's an, that's an incredible thing to do, but. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. That's exciting. I, I like when you put that out there, I don't know. I'm excited for you. It's one of the things I'm considering this fall is, is heading back out and doing something. I don't, I don't know what yet, but um, we'll see. I've needed to since, you know, obviously Pat beating my time pushed me a little harder to want to go back, but it was there just because I know that I, I think I played it safe uh, in a lot of spots the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm because I didn't have a carrot to chase. Um, yeah. I didn't have a, I did, but I didn't have a, a really fast time to set. I knew I could set the time, the bar mm-hmm. higher with whatever I did by being comfortable this time, whether I do it unsupported or supported, I'm going, my plan is to race it. Yeah. To, to the best of my ability, you know? Yeah. So, so we'll see. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I picked the time period because I wanted, I think as long as the snow is gone, when Pat did it late March, basically Easter time, it's got to be the best time of year. It is. Leaf packs packed down from the winter and 
the weeds aren't horrible yet and the temperatures are not sweltering. So all that, if yeah. everything goes to plan, I, I looked at, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I think it's a great time of year. And the other reason um, I like that time of year is because you can see the blazes better, especially later on, you know, when you start not thinking correctly, <laughs> it's, it's just easier to stay on trail. Um, I'm excited for you. I hope that you go after it and have a good time out there. And um, I don't know, I've been trying to figure out, uh, obviously I want to head back to the horseshoe trail, but that's not going to happen until next year, obviously um, just because the horseshoe trail is very, very overgrown this time of year. Um, right. And not, not due to anybody's fault, like who maintains the trail, actually that trail is maintained very well. Um, it's just the nature of that particular trail, um, because it's an equestrian trail is not great for an FKT in the fall. So, yeah. And speaking of FKTs, I mean, Carl, Carl, what's his last name? Carl Sabre. Mm -hmm. Sabre. Yeah. He just regained his, or his, uh, supported FKT mm -hmm. on the Pacific Coast Trail. Pacific Crest. Pacific, Pacific Crest Trail. Sorry. Um, which is insane. These people, I mean. These efforts, yeah. to do, and then they do it again. It's like, holy moly! Yeah, he's a beast. And Heather Anderson, um, also took I think it was the Washington section, and she set the longest unsupported uh women's time ever with that effort. Now, she at one point had the Pacific Crest Trail FKT. Mm. And she also had the Appalachian Trail. She's the one who had it before. Um, uh, what's his name? Yeah. That guy. Jurek. Before Scott Jurek. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I tell you what. I So are you going to listen to music or anything while you're out there in Canada? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take stuff with me, but I'm going to say probably not. Every time I say, I, like, I'm going to take it with me and I'm going to do it, I never do. So, mm. I uh, Well, if you happen to want some audiobook suggestions, I have some great ones for you because there, there are these books out there, and I'd love to um, even do a whole episode about this. Uh, I got some great suggestions from Erica Lubera when I was going out to do my horseshoe trail, and there are several accounts from people who have set FKTs on the AT and the PCT and they wrote books about it and they like documented step-by-step step the whole thing and listening to that while you're out there on a big long effort I'm telling you what is pretty it's a, so it's got it in my head it I just want to I want to be out in the woods. Yeah, I'll probably take you up on that. I mean, I'd rather have it and not use it than not have it and want it. Yeah. For sure, especially if, you know, middle of the race and I'm by myself for many, many miles. Yep. We're going to have to do a whole episode on book suggestions. I have lots of them about running. Running book suggestions. What am don't I going to do, do that, right? Yeah, What do I do in that episode? Just sit there and listen to you? I don't know. I, isn't that what you do in every episode? Well, that's a good point. No, you're right. You don't, you don't listen to me. You listen to Gabe. <laughs> we already established this. Uh, all right. So... <laughs> I'm going to tell Gabe all the books that I like. And Gabe's he's like my secretary. Me. Yeah, he knows that. He already is. <laughs> uh, don't give Gabe any more. If Gabe, you, he might like the books, and then he's going to be even stronger of a runner. He's already yeah. right on, He's already in front of me, and I don't like it. I used to be able to beat him, and it's long gone. Go ahead, Gabe. Say something. Type something. I dare you. Anyway. <laughs> UTMB. You want to talk about that for a second? Oh, That's UTMB is happening this week. Um, I'm glad you mentioned that. I almost forgot. And so for those of you listening who don't know about UT, UTMB, UTMB Ultra Trail Mont Blanc happens. It starts in Chamonix, France. And it's... Did you just add a... Did you just add a... Uh, when you said Mont Blanc, you sound like you added your own little spin on that like you couldn't just did say i that. take one whole semester mm. of french class yes i did thank you very much say it again mont blanc oh yeah that yeah. i like it <laughs> okay <laughs> First thing, you can move on now. 
Do I speak French to you? <laughs> then you'll listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, it's kind of sexy, to, Grace. It's kind of sexy. I need to finish learning French and then you'll listen to me. I yeah. need to learn how I to say maple syrup in French. I won't know what you're saying, but I'll listen. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. UTMB. Go U what is it? UTMB is is <laughs> Ultra Trail Mont Blanc is happening this weekend. And and so it's like the Super Bowl of of trail running. It is a huge, huge, just tens of thousands of people um, because it's not just one race. Uh, the, the premier race is called UTMB, but there are several other races that are happening at the same time. Uh, CCC, there are, I don't remember the names of all of them. Probably the second most popular is CCC. So, sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but am I correct that I saw somewhere that the first, whatever race, the first one started today? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They start, they, they're staggered. Okay. And, um, I think the, the first one does start today. One of them is a team race. There's different distances, different courses, um, and, uh, uh, the big one, kind of the, the big papa of all of them, the big mama of all of them, the mamas and the papas of all of them is UTMB. And that's 105 miles and right around 30,000 feet of elevation gain going through three countries and around a giant mountain. And it's beautiful. And, in Europe, if you don't know this, in Europe, trail running is really, really popular, unlike here in the United States where it's a small niche sport. In Europe, it's a huge sport and there's tons of sponsorships and there's TV spots and um, it's a big deal. And this is the biggest deal out of the entire year. So everybody is going to be glued to their, they have a lot of, they do a live feed, they do live coverage and unlike you and I, they have a lot of money behind it, and uh, they, which means they have camera people all over the entire course, and um, people talking about it the entire time. So um, <laughs> I am really excited about this. This already came into the chat. Oh. Zach Miller is returning. He was fourth last year, and Zach Miller is uh, local. He is from Millersville, just across the, Sus the Susky from us down here in South Central Pennsylvania. Are you eating your beard? It's part, it's part of beard life. I can't stand it. <laughs> Don't keep, please keep going. <laughs> That's, this is why you have to tune in to the live show right there. <laughs> so you can watch Eric eat his beard. My, my beard hair. So <sighs> who is your money on, Grace? Would you, or would you dare put this on, on <sighs> the Zach Miller or somebody else? I... Mouth shut. What are you doing? <laughs> um, you know, Walmsley is going back. He and he lives there now, correct? Yes, he yeah. did move out there. I think Walmsley has, you know, when he has his mindset on a goal, he does really well. He he takes a few tries to figure it out. Obviously, you know, Western states and the the B was a good example. But uh, I I think Walmsley has a shot at it. You know, here's the thing though. Um, I, I think that I don't, I try to follow a bit of the, um, foreign ultra runners. I probably, you know, Matthew Blanchard is going back. He's a very strong runner. I don't know as many of the names. Here's what I know. It's no, Matthew, 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 you are all about the right. Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, exactly. Matthew. Matthew Blanchard. Yeah. I yeah, not Matthew, like American Matthew. I'm for dinner. I I did Americanize it. It's Matthew. Yeah. He, <laughs> Matthew Blanchard. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> he would appreciate. So he, I'm glad we have a very small listener base for episodes like this. So, so. Um, he's a really strong runner. I think he's got a shot. I don't know as many of them here at the end of the day, no American male has ever won UTMB and those is just facts. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't put my money on any of the men just cause I don't know their performance as well. 
and I don't know their resumes as well. I know the American men fairly well, but I, I don't know enough foreign men to put my money on anybody. Yeah, I, I have the same problem. And, and whenever I watch U, UTMB Mont Blanc, it's uh, it seems like it's always a surprise. The it's always a surprise. Like I mean, Walmsley was kind of slated to do really well for a couple years, and Zach Miller was for a couple years. And it seems like the tables always, I mean, that's what every race it does, but especially for me watching UTMB, it seems like uh, it's always a surprise what happens, you know, a couple of people drop out that you weren't expecting or don't mm-hmm. do it well and vice versa. Like the winners are, weren't, weren't necessarily the number one picks of many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it'll be a fun race to watch as it always is. Kara is trying to get me to say, I'm not saying that because I know what that means, Kara. <laughs> I'll say, je t'aime fromage. So Don Brzezinski says we want DeWalter to go to yeah. UTMB, but she is going to UTMB. Yeah, yeah DeWalter's gonna, um, coming back. Ruth Croft, uh, she's also a very strong runner. Um, Sabrina Stanley is coming and I haven't seen a lot from Sabrina Stanley out on social media lately. Maybe I just haven't. Um, that's been coincidence, but she was not able to run last year because of COVID. And I think she is very hungry for a strong finish. So I'll be interested to see how Sabrina Stanley performs. I think Courtney DeWalter is still the stronger runner. She's also coming off of two record-breaking performances this year. Can she keep that up? I think Courtney is also, you know, she's smart. She drops when she needs to drop. She's not going to live, have a lifelong injury out of one race. Um, so I think if Courtney is feeling it and she's having a good day, then she'll win. And uh, if she's not feeling it, then she um, she might call it a day. Uh, doesn't look like she's slowing down anytime soon, though. But I'll be interested to see how Sabrina does just because of last year. And Ruth Croft is in great shape. So those are probably the big ones that I'm watching right now. Uh, Lucy Bartholomew is also having a really, really good year. Um, uh, Tyler Green, Arlen Glick, I'll be watching those two. Jason Schlarb, I love him. He's, um, uh, you know, he's been in the ultra running game for a long time. He's a smart runner. Um, you're just so reading names off the list now. That's not fair. You sound like really like you know what you're talking about. I got. I, I'm calling, calling you out on this. But and you have. To, here's the thing. You can go to the UTMB website and you can mark your favorites. But then I'm gonna. And then you can watch them on. You can gonna, watch them on the little map. Yeah, but no. I mean, my money's on Courtney for female. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be silly not to. If I was a betting man, I I just, I think she's had plenty of recovery from. From the hard rocks in the Western States, and unless something crazy happens, my money would yeah. be on her for female. But yeah, I'm, there's yeah. definitely top a good crop of, of females running it. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I Zach Miller, he's I believe he's I think he went out there a couple weeks ago. He also moved out to the West Coast, which was smart on him. He's had a really good training year. Zach is in, an interesting runner to follow. He will go all out. And then he's either going to blow up or he's going to be top five. Like there's really no in between for him. And he's said before that's his running style. So I think he'll be fun to watch in the beginning. And then we'll see, you know, we'll see if it's a repeat of last year or the year before. Well, <laughs> the fun thing about Walmsley and, and Miller, they, they both have um, pretty good experience on the course. So mm-hmm. they, they've, I'm sure they've learned some things and, and hopefully put that to good use. Yeah, this I believe this is Zach's third year uh, going back, and I think it's Walmsley's third or fourth. Yeah, there's yeah. a. I still remember the great picture at the start line. I love the picture of the start line a couple of years ago, both of them, and Walmsley's significantly taller, and yeah. and uh, Zach's right next. So I'm looking up at him, you know, <laughs> having a conversation, and it's I don't know, it's just a cool picture. Yeah, it is. And Zach, if you look at his photos closely, he's usually sporting some run PA gear, which is pretty cool. Yeah. If we gave him running mullet gear, do you think he'd wear it? I mean, if we force him to, maybe. (laughs) I don't think he's going to wear a, uh, what are we, what are we making? The 
Fanny packs. Fanny pack. I don't know if a fanny pack is the best thing for UTMB. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, you'd have to. Post run? Huh? Post run? Yeah, post run. Like you did for the WrestleMania. Maybe you put a beer in there or something. I don't I don't think he would want a beer. I don't think he's the beer drinking type. All right. But for those listening and those that will listen, I honestly, I like, I think that the fanny pack running mullet limited edition is is a good idea and it's going if we if i look into this and spend all my time at work tomorrow looking into this uh, <laughs> it's going to be a quality fanny pack probably well, yeah. just hold hold on i have an idea too so i will talk to you about that all right yeah. we'll keep this one a secret so you don't look to let everybody know because the fanny pack is out in the world now and you should have said that just to me some things can be kept between just you and i grace you know well well can they right. Really? No. Um, All right. Well, anything else you want to say? No. That's happy, happy six month. Happy podcast anniversary. Six month podcast anniversary. What did you get me? I've I've been waiting all week. Uh, I'll send you a picture of my toenails. Okay. Yeah. I'll, fair enough. That was my gift to you, I guess. <laughs> so you think of that when you're going to sleep tonight. My t- nail coming off. I'm not watching it. Next week is episode 27. Yeah. And we have some things planned. It's going to be great. Tune in. Tune in because it's going to be great. And yeah, you should definitely tune in. Tell your friends to tune in. I want to see new face, new uh, people commenting, new commenters. You hear that? He's sick of all of you. He wants new people. No, I just want, I want more of the I same. I like all of you, just oh, for the record. I want everybody who's here right now. Go ahead. Keep going. Use me I to promote you. To say, I think you're fine just the way you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't need to change at all. Yeah, perfect. Just perfect. Right where we should end it. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Grace. She's Hi. such a wonderful human. And thanks for, for listening to me because I don't have much else to hey, say. Eric. What Eric, you're just fine the way you are too, buddy. Thanks. It was my birthday last week, you know. It was. How was your birthday? It was good. It was I'll be around here. I just wanted to remind you. That was right. I, I was supposed to ask you that and I almost forgot. I'm glad you said something. Lacey, um, Lacey Deller asked me to ask you how your birthday was. Oh, well, that's very nice. I I like her. She's a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. Nicer than me. Yeah, a lot nicer than you. It doesn't really take much though. But anywho. We'll see you next week for another action-packed 55 minutes of fun, and I can't wait. Yeah, me too. All right. See ya. Bye.